real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I want to talk about can a marriage ever survive without intimacy or sex? And um, just to remind you as well, if, there, if there's, well, I mean, look, I'm pretty sure that young people don't listen to the show anyway. Most of the content of the show are the conversations that we have on a daily basis about government and about all sorts of crime and everything else are not really for young little ears. But if you have got little young ears in the car, I am warning that we are talking about intimacy and sex, right? Um, Tracy Cox is an expert when it comes to sex and relationships, allegedly, in her own lunchtime. And she says, basically, can a marriage ever survive without sex? Uh, she reveals how you can negotiate a relationship uh, without sex and still keep your partner. But it is official, she says, long-term couples are having less sex and intimacy than ever before. And research released a few days ago found 34% of British women and 15% of men aren't interested in having sex anymore. Uh, the study of the University of Glasgow, published in the medical journal, confirms that we already know sex dwindles in long-term relationships, and these findings are being echoed by research throughout the world in USA, Australia, Ireland, Japan, and many other countries. Sexless, sexless marriages are no longer a rare thing, but increasingly common, according to the research. But can a relationship really survive without sex? Now, according to Tracy Cox, the answer is yes. I'm sorry, but I don't actually agree with her. Let's be clear. We're not talking about somebody, and well, just let's move this, park this for the moment before anybody starts calling in and telling us all sorts of stories about their medical problems. We're not talking about people who have medical conditions or for whatever physical reasons they can't have sex anymore or can't have intimacy. And I would expect if you were one of those people who did have a you know, medical condition or you had a health problem at the moment or whatever it happens to be you were, you were suffering from, that your partner would support you throughout that, uh, within reason, obviously. But assuming that nothing is medically wrong with you and that as many, which is probably in most cases, it's just psychological and a lack of interest. Many couples end up mates or friends because the intimacy in the marriage dwindles. And I'm not just talking about, you know, the sex. Uh, we're talking about intimacy in general. All right. I mean, intimacy can mean just being naked in bed with somebody. Intimacy can mean just holding hands. Intimacy can mean just lying on the couch together and having a snuggle while you're watching the TV. Intimacy doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have intercourse to be intimate, although it is greatly part of it. Uh, there can be a lot of foreplay involved in that as well. And assuming there's nothing medically wrong, as I said already, you know, couples can break up and do break up on a regular basis because of frustration and a lack of intimacy. And the marriage, in a lot of cases, is doomed. Now, let's be clear. Sex and intimacy in general, is not the most important thing in a relationship. But if it becomes a problem, it can become the most important thing in a relationship. There was an old uh, cliche years ago that sex and intimacy is only 10% of a relationship, but if there's a problem, it can become 90% of the relationship. And that's usually because one person doesn't want it. It's extremely rare for both to suddenly decide they don't want to have intimacy or sex any anymore. Usually the decision is made by one person and the other person is usually extremely unhappy about it. Now, the reasons, of course, why people, and generally speaking, by the way, it's more so women than men uh, that go off sex in relationships um, because women, I suppose, demand a bit more from intimacy than men. Um, you know, women can feel sometimes, and I'm going to give you the reasons, actually. The reasons are boredom, falling out of love, stress, depression, arrival of a baby. Uh, women feel that they're not supported. So, you know, if the husband is not doing his fair share of the housework, that can affect the sex life. 
because she feels that she's not being supported or helped. Uh, self-conscious of their body. Uh, weight, feeling unattractive. Tired or working too hard. Maybe she's got three kids at home and you're out working, you come home, you know, put your feet up. She's been there all day with the three kids and she feels neglected somewhat. And that's all part of the intimacy that, that, you know, that can affect the intimacy in a relationship. And all of a sudden you're saying, come on, let's go upstairs. And she's going, well, hold on a second. I've just been here all day with the three kids. Get a, get a grip on yourself. So do you think a marriage can survive without intimacy? By the way, the flip side of that as well is where, you know, men are not obviously supporting their women is women also, they're the guiltier when it comes to using sex or intimacy as a reward, which I think is vile, by the way. And I've heard of it so many times. I think it's narcissistic and vile for a woman to turn around. And women primarily would do this, not so much men. Men are guiltier of not supporting their women. But women would turn around and say, oh yeah, the old grass needs cutting, the old garden shed needs painting. You never know what could happen later on. In other words, kind of like this little gold nugget, little carrot, a reward. If you do something good for me, well, then you'll get intimacy. And that's unacceptable in a relationship of any way, in any shape or form. Uh, intimacy should either, either happen or it doesn't. So let me know what you think. Can a marriage survive without intimacy? I understand you know, there's a point where people get to at a certain age where maybe they're physically not able to anymore. But you can still be intimate. Do you think a marriage can survive without intimacy? Yes or no? Can a marriage survive without intimacy? Uh, you could text us at 087 or WhatsApp, 087 Dave, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Dave? That's great. Dave, can it survive? I don't think so. Mm. I really don't. Do you know, having a physical and emotional connection with the person that you're claiming that you want to spend the rest of your life with is, is probably one of like, you know, the main pillars of a relationship. Are you, you surprised know, here that 34% of women don't have sex anymore? Or are not interested? Uh, yeah, well, look, maybe the partner's just shite in the sack. Mm. Do you know? But, um, yeah, no, that is a high, really high statistic. Well, it's higher than I... 15% I, I of men. I was even, I was surprised by 15% of men, by the way. Yeah, that one I just can't really believe, like, do you know? Mm. But, I mean, yeah, but look at, like, look at the modern world. I mean, everything is go, go, go. It's busy, busy, busy. Do you know, people have a lot more to worry about nowadays. Your mortgages, kids... Paying for childcare, you know, am I going to lose my job? You know, there's a lot more. We seem to have a lot more stress heaped upon ourselves nowadays. And I mean, that's a great way to kill your sex drive, in fairness. Like, mm. you know, if you're stressed out of your mind wondering, like, how you're going to pay your mortgage at the end of the month or, you know, if you're, if you're a stay-at-home mother and, you know, like, you see the fellas going out every day and going to work. And you're being driven mad by three kids. Yeah, you're there with three kids and he's coming home going, Juice, do you want to go upstairs? I mean, you know, that could turn to resentment as well, like. Mm -hmm. Do you know? So, yeah. But but people do need to sit down and talk about this. You know, so, I mean, if you're you're in a situation where your missus or indeed you uh, are not interested, you should really sit down and talk about it because it could be the the end of the marriage if you don't. It could, yeah, and there's no point in sticking together if it does end up being the the end of the marriage. I mean, there's no point in staying with someone just for the sake of staying with someone. No. Do you know, because no. that can fester, and like you can go from being in love with a person to absolutely hating each other's guts. You know, so, and, and, and by the way, it takes a bit of work, of course. Intimacy takes a bit of work. You've got to make sure that it's ah, interesting here, and everything else, you know. Man, relationships take work, not yeah. just intimacy. The whole ball game takes work, but I mean... You know, you get back what you put in. You know, you can't be lazy about it. And, you know, that goes for men and women. You know, it does take work. And the longer you're with someone, the harder it gets. But 
it's still worth it at the end of the day. And if it doesn't feel like it's worth it at the end of the day, just do both yourselves a favor and just, you know, call it quits. I mean, for women particularly, the menopause can have a huge effect on this mm. as well. Uh, a lot of women during the menopause, uh, their libido drops and they yeah. just have no interest. But if, if a guy is married to a woman and she goes through the menopause and her libido drops, then she's fine otherwise, but reasonably fine because I'm sure the menopause is not exciting for women. Uh, but uh, libido drops, should she try to... I suppose, work on it. Because well, a lot two, of women will just say, oh, it's the menopause, it's not my fault, sorry. Yeah, you well, know. the two of them should try to work at it, but, like, you know, the, the, the guy also can't put pressure because... So should he um, just have a level of understanding for five well, or six should, years course, and just say, I'm grand, I'll do it out and so? Well, of course you should have a level of understanding. Imagine, like, if a guy got, like, I don't know, like, prostate cancer and his libido went. Do you know, like, you have to be understanding... Well, no, well, well I did rule that out from the start of the conversation. That's not... No, you know. yeah, no, but I'm just saying, but sure, look, menopause is a medical thing. I know it's a natural cycle in a woman's life, but it... Well, but it's it, not it, a medical problem. Menopause is not a medical problem. No, it's not it a medical problem, but, yeah. the, you know, but it is something that happens to women. And I yeah. think, like, any guy who, like, keeps putting pressure on his missus to have sex when she's going through something like that, it's a bit of a dick, to be honest with you. Well, I mean, if, yeah, but if a man has I mean, a problem, yeah. for example, you know, trying to get an erection or whatever, there is, you know, obviously things that he can take out there, and I'm sure most men would probably do that if the time came where they had to do that. Yeah, 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 probably yeah. Viagra or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. But I'm saying, like, be, you know, be understanding. I mean, you know, because imagine, like, imagine being a woman and your libido is gone, and then you have, like, everything that comes with the menopause. It's not an easy time in a woman's life. And then... You know, your partner's like, when are we having sex again? When are we having sex again? You're only heaping more stress on top of an already stressful situation. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously you can't say, like, uh, menopause, you're not getting sex anymore. That's also not fair on the other person. I mean, you, you know, you have to meet each other in the middle of the road, like. Right, so even if she's not interested, she should play ball yeah. for the sake of the marriage? But, but again, but, well, not, well, that sounds a bit... Like, you well, know, it does, but, yeah. You know, yeah, you know, that sounds a bit much like you shouldn't force yourself into the situation either because that's you're just creepy. Yeah. But No, but what I'm saying is, well, like, you know, but, but still be intimate because, like you said... But a, minute, but a lot well, of people do that. Sex isn't, yeah, but sex isn't the only part of intimacy. I mean, if you listen, there's a lot of couples, and I've spoken to many couples throughout the years, right, um, on this show and a bit different topics and stuff like that. And I hear a lot of women saying, you know, when I get to a certain point in the relationship after, say, 15 years, it's a case of lying there and doing it for Ireland. You know, and, and I'm going... Why would you? Why would you even want to do that? Why would that be even of interest to anybody? Yeah, and they probably don't tell their fella either. And like, if their fella like, that would be no better mood killer than hearing that coming from your partner, you know. And that's exactly why you need to communicate and you need to talk to each other. I mean, like you said, intimacy. Like intimacy to me isn't just physical intimacy. No, no, it, it's, it, no, it's it's having someone yeah. there who has your back. It's sitting on the couch and having a cuddle. It's sharing a private joke where you don't even have to say it and just something happens. It's holding hands walking other. down the street for God's sake. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. knowing that you, no matter what you say to the other person. Um, you don't have to have fear of judgment, you know, that they're going to look at you in a different way. You have to be, like, fully comfortable that you can say anything to this person and talk openly and honestly about it. Okay, but yeah, communication is the key, absolutely. We'll stay there for a second as well, Dave, please. Let me go to Liz as well. Liz, you're on Classic Hits. How you doing, Liz? Hi, Liz. How you doing? Liz, I mean, according to Tracy Cox, a marriage, you can negotiate a relationship without having sex. Yeah, no, I don't think so, Niall. I mean, that's right. I mean, look, my marriage failed, and I definitely knew my marriage was over when I didn't want to be in with my husband. Right, okay. I just didn't want to, you know, and I mean... It's, it's, so is it, it time to get out? When it stops, is it time to get out? I think so, Niall. Yeah, because, I mean, you're making someone feel inadequate. You're making someone feel like they're not loved, that you don't want to be with them. That's unfair to put that on someone else as well. Rejection is an awful thing, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a terrible thing to reject somebody. 
Big, because then if you're, if you're not, you know, interested in saying that they feel rejected. Yeah. Just for the sake of it. Yeah. So that's just not going to happen. Like, do you know what I mean? So I'm not going to force myself into doing something I don't want to do. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. So I did feel myself like coming like headaches. Oh God. Headaches. You know, I had all sorts of uh, diseases. I'm tired. <laughs> Everything that was on me. Any, anything <laughs> at all. Yeah. Try, try, to, try to sneak off to bed before them just in case. Yeah, you know what I mean? Everything they're putting on you. Woolies, woolies, stocks, woolies, hat, woolies, everything. <laughs> right, okay. So <laughs> no, you, knew, you knew all the tricks in the book, did you, Liz? Yeah. All the tricks in the book. So, I mean, like, that's not nice. It's not a nice feeling. You got to somebody. Do you know what I mean? So I think, look, it's not serious. Not fair. You can't force yourself. You really can't. And I mean, I, I think it's very unfair for somebody to do that to their partner as well. You know what I mean? When they can go out and find something, I want to see with them. I want to be intimate with them and all that, you know? Are, I mean, you, su- are you surprised to hear these latest statistics that more and more people are going through relationships with no sex life or no intimacy? You I know, think I agree with that, man. I think it's the stress of life. I think you just get into a horrible routine after a while, take each other for granted. People stop working at it. You know, um, when one is working, when one is trying, the other one is not. You know, it's, it's lack of communication, the whole lot. Like, I mean, it's, it's a whole, you know... Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, and somebody, no, but somebody rightly says, and I'll come on for God's sake. He said, if your libido is gone, it's so hard to have sex. It feels really forced. Give a little compassion for women going through the menopause. Absolutely. No, I know I do. Well, and your partner, well, your well, partner should you support you. Partner, though, you would be intimate with them. There's, a, there's ways of being intimate with somebody, and, 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 and you know. But no, uh, no, the point I was making is if you're going through a tough time in your life, be it the menopause or whatever it happens to be, and your libido has dropped, and you still want to have a healthy relationship with your partner, I think it would be remiss of you to do nothing about that. Yeah, you know, in other words, you should go to maybe between the two of you go to sex therapist. Maybe there's some sort of hormones you can take or, I don't know, replacement, you know, hormones to, to boost your libido or whatever. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But I'm sure, you know, you can go to a doctor and talk to him about it. Yeah, I think I think there's ways of working it out, you know. But I mean, if one person really just doesn't want any issues, then you don't want to. And I think, like, I mean, the relationship, I think, is doomed then. You know, it's over. Then what's the point of being with someone who doesn't want to be intimate with you? Yeah, I so, mean, so, is, that, so it's generally, unless both people agree, right? In other words, you both decide you're not interested anymore. That's fine. You get, that's an agreement, right? But if only one person, which is usually the case, has lost interest, do you think the marriage is doomed? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, one is always going to want more knowledge, you know? And I mean, I just think it puts severe pressure on the relationship. You know, for someone, as you said, like, I mean, if sex shouldn't be an issue, but when nobody's getting it, it's a big issue. Well, <laughs> well that's it. It, 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 become, it becomes the main issue when, it's when, when it's not happening. Yeah, you know, and I mean, look, you have to take into account, like I mean, kids, family, and all that, and that's just the way life is going now. You know, years ago, the woman used to stay at home; she'd be there, she'd help herself, waiting for her husband to come in and be all lovely, you know. But now, like, you have two people at work and the pressures of life, things like that. You know, sure, I think it's just harder now, and you know, to to kind of keep a relationship working. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of happy single now at the minute. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Well, you're, well, you're single at the moment, so... You know. Sounds like too much hard work to me, man. <laughs> yeah, it does, I'm sound, new. <laughs> does sound like that for you, Liz, all right, at the moment. But Dave, I, I suppose this person makes a point in relation to the menopause. So what, I mean, this is the most common reason for women to lose interest in intimacy as they get older is the menopause, right? Uh, but I imagine, as again, I said, I'm not a doctor, but I imagine if you make an effort, talk to, you know, a sex therapist or talk to a doctor in relation to your lack of libido, uh, for some women... Maybe some sort of hormone replacement would work for others. It may not. I don't know. But an effort has to be made, doesn't it? I, uh, of course, yeah, definitely. Do you know? But like, um, I mean, like, I imagine nowadays there are many more avenues you can go down to try to get that part of your, your life back. You know, if you are going through the menopause, you know. But like, you know, men can do yeah, it themselves as well. Like, we blown intercourse. You know what I mean? There's other ways. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, doing things no. like that to, to please your partner, but they lose total interest of even doing that. 
you know, but, but, men, but men as well, like, you know, we're, we're feckers for, like, letting ourselves go the more comfortable we get in a relationship, like, do you know as oh, well? Oh, no, yeah. So we, we can, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I hear you barking. Um, <laughs> you know, so it, it's, you know, it's not just, I mean, like, you know, there are many things a guy can do, especially the more comfortable you get, you might become a bit more slovenly or you might take your partner for granted, that might turn them off. They might say, Jesus, when I first got with you, you were a, you know, chis- you were on fire, yeah. You were a chiseled Adonis, and now you look like a bad at Jack. Yeah, of course. I mean, looking after yourself, you know, to make sure that you're still... Because I suppose when you marry somebody, you marry somebody because, firstly, you're attracted to their mind, their intelligence, their personality, but you're also physically and sexually attracted to them. And, and if that changes, I suppose you can lose that attraction. It's very easy to, like, let, like, long periods of time go before you, you do something. Like, myself and the missus went for breakfast there just on her own together before Christmas. And I said to her, I go, when was the last time we did this? Just the two of us. And she said it was about 12 months ago. Do you know, so when you're wrapped up in life and everything that's going on, yeah, simple I think things you use, things as well. Like that kind they're of the most important things to me, I think. Yeah. Go, just going out for a drive in the car, going for a walk along just the beach. Serious, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, well, stay there a second. Lots of text, by the way, coming in. Somebody's Fred, by the way, says, Hi, Niall, I used to call my wife Baby Doll. I now call her Panadol. All right, Linda, let me just go to uh, Joanne. Joanne, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Joanne? Uh, Joanne, how important is intimacy and sex in a relationship? Um, it is It is very important. I think so, anyway, but... Um, communi- yeah, I can hear you. Go on. Communication. Communication is the key. Yes. I know I was listening there now, both through the menopause yep yeah we do lose interest like you're a man I'm a woman it's very hard very very hard to have asexual interest even though the person that I'm with I love him dearly dearly he's so good to me and I love him to bits he's not my husband my partner yep but having said that you know, we sit, we talk every now and again, bring it up. I tell him I'm being so guilty about it. Tells him not to worry. And he has a you-know-what in the shower. Yeah. He won't mention any... Yeah, you know, no, rather not in daytime radio. Yeah, I, no. I get you. Yeah, this hard to say and kids, kids listen. But, um, no, seriously, no. And, and so, because you're not interested, you feel guilty as, as a partner? Desperate. And and if you, I'm just curious because I, I again I you know I, I don't know the, the the reason why it happens now it doesn't happen to every woman during menopause actually quite the opposite can no, happen to some I, women as, as your mind said yeah. earlier on we were in fire at the beginning well some women actually the stop. menopause can have the opposite effect it can actually make them quite you know what Rendier. yeah absolutely <laughs> that's the word yeah okay but but in saying that have you spoken to a doctor because I don't know if there's you know nowadays there's so many medications available so many different things we can do nowadays you know we're, we're so on top of things pardon the pun but, yeah I was in HRT for a year and I've only used it used it mm. so I'm just trying to change my mindset but it, but is that what it's about I mean Dave Dave mentioned there a few minutes ago that it's not just about you know, the intimate act and everything else and being up in the bedroom. It's about going out for a cup of coffee together or having a dinner together or making time for each other. All oh, that yeah. kind of stuff, mate, works too. And going on holiday together too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Holding hands. Yeah. And and so, when you say you feel guilty, what you feel like you're kind of rejecting him, even though yes, you believe he doesn't deserve that. Yes, yes. Yeah, and, see, and the sad part about it is a lot of... Um, 
infidelity in marriages is caused by a lack of intimacy. Um, now, that's, don't get me wrong, it's not an excuse. I don't believe it's an excuse for anybody to cheat. But it is yeah. a reason why people cheat. Um, it's not an excuse. If you're not happy in the relationship you're in and there isn't enough intimacy, just get out of the relationship and be honest with your partner, you know? Yeah. But it is like, a reason. Um, then it tends to walk and I've told him and he just chose to be with me and I love him. I'm sorry to hear that. Simply as that. I just love him. He knows I love him. And he loves me. Mm-hmm. And and as I said, communication is key. And and have you have you sat down? And, and I'm, you just mentioned a minute ago you did sit down and talk to him about it. What now? You talked to him about it already, and he understands. Oh yeah, lots of times, many discussion about it, like. But and he understands. You see, he he walks very long hours. Yep. He's in bed way before me. Okay. So I've often been to his ward, you know what, and the time is right because he's up at the dawn. Right, okay, so you're kind of like ships in the night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, no, I, I get, and most people can understand that if that's the way, you know, both people are working and they're just not kind of seeing each other at the right times. Yeah. But it, it is, I mean, Dave, I'm sorry, just listen to Joanna there. That's quite sad, isn't it? Huh? That's quite sad to listen to that because Joanne, she clearly loves him. Yeah. And he oh, loves yes, her, but, but just no intimacy. I must, it must be hard, but I mean, you know, he must really like, you know, he loves her back because he's still there and he's understanding. And I mean, isn't that what you want in a relationship at the end of the day? Mm. You know, you you want someone to... to yeah, do you know, and that's lovely. Like hearing you talk about him is absolutely lovely. Like, do you know, I'd say he'd be chuffed to hear you talk about him like that. Nice. And it sounds like it sounds like you you, you bagged yourself a winner there as well. So, do you know, mm. fair play. He's extremely, oh, he's very reliable, and <clears throat> you know, and it's just I'm getting upset now because um, you know, it's, I, it's hard to explain. Um, <coughs> guilt. My guilt, not his guilt, mine. Because you feel you're not doing enough? Yes. Yeah, I know, I know, I understand, I understand. But you shouldn't feel guilty, you know, if it's not your fault, you shouldn't feel guilty. I mean, and as long as he's understanding, which he seems to be a very understanding partner, there's no reason for you to feel guilty. Very, very good to me, and I trust him completely. Mm-hmm. Well, I, look, I, I wish you well. I have to take a break, but I wish you well in the future, Joanne. I hope you get things sorted out. But maybe, I suppose, maybe the two of you pop along and, and talk to a doctor about it. It might, might, might help a little bit. I don't know. Um, because I know nowadays doctors are great at prescribing the right kind of thing for the right kind of time in your life. Uh, loads and loads of texts, by the way, coming in in relation to it. Uh, a lot of people in the same situation, by the way. A lot of people texting. Uh, nah, it's been four years since I've had sex with my husband. It's not that I don't love him. I just don't feel that way about him anymore, and it doesn't do anything for me. I mean, Liz, just very quick before I go to the break. Are you there? Oh, sorry, Dave, are you still there? Yo. What do you make of that? Four years since she's had sex with her husband. She still loves him, but she just doesn't feel that way about him anymore. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. I will look. I, I think there if she doesn't before. feel that way about him, maybe she shouldn't be with him. Yeah, well, look, the spark was there before, so make make an effort. And if it's still not there and you can't rekindle oh, it, look, geez, just... If there's no it. effort being made in four years, it's hardly going to happen now, is it? Well, look, man... 
four years can pass by a lot quicker than you think. It, it really can, you know, like... A four-year span of time, it might sound like a lot, but if you're married and you've got a lot going on in your life, that can pass by before you even know it. Let me go to Karen. Karen, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Karen? Hi, how are you? Karen, uh, okay, I made some comments earlier on about the menopause. Now, I, by the way, I didn't mean to disrespect women when I was talking about the fact that it's a, it's a difficult time for women. I, I really understand that. Uh, but I suppose, is it fair to say that maybe if a woman's gone through a tough time where her libido has dropped during the menopause, that she should talk to her husband, they talk to each other, communicate, talk to a doctor even about what maybe can be done about it? Yeah, well, like, look, I'm not going through my menopause or anything like that. But, like, I just know that when I was on the pill that it, like, completely, like, I didn't have any libido. And it was so horrible to, like, be intimate like that because you're just, you're, it, it's, you're just really not in the mood. And when someone, when, like, they're touching you, it's like some stranger touching you. It's not nice, like. So I just think that the fellas need to be a little bit more understanding if there's a woman going through menopause. Like but there's so many problems women can have compared to men. Men, look, at men. they always say that men are interested in the mechanical end of sex. Women are more interested in the emotional end of it, right? But men have it easy. <laughs> okay, we kind of do, provided we can perform on the day, right? Uh, yeah. But so we we have it. We do. We have it. We don't have those same problems with hormones and all that kind of stuff that women have. Now, mind you, we can be depressed. We can be stressed out. We can be tired and working too hard as well. So there are times too where things just don't work the way they should, right? And but in saying that, is it not unfair? Say. Say, for example, if a woman is on the pill and she loses her libido or she's going to menopause and she loses her libido and it's an ongoing thing, not just like a month or two, but this is going on for maybe a year or two years or three years. Is it not remiss of her then not to say, I kind of, for the sake of my partner who I love I, and, and, you know, he's sexually frustrated now, I need to do something about this because I want to enjoy it as well. I'm missing out here. So is it not up to her to say, well, let, let's do something about this. Let's go to a doctor. Let's talk about it. I think couples tend not to want to do that. It's some sort of embarrassment to go to a doctor and talk about their sex life. Yeah, well, definitely. But, like, you know, like that's what I have to do. I have to go to the doctor and get my contraception changed, you know. But, um, like, a lot of men don't, you know, like if they were having problems, they wouldn't step up and go to the doctor, you know. It's always the woman but the big difference is if a man is having problems, you'll know about it because it's visible, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Generally. Yeah. No, like, I don't know. I just I, I, I just think that with people losing their libido, like, of course they should go to the doctor, but with menopause, like, I obviously don't know if I haven't been through it. You haven't, you haven't got that far in your life yet, you're still a young woman. But in saying that, are you surprised to hear that 34% of women go off sex and 15% of men? Um, no, not really. <laughs> So it it is a high always, figure, isn't always, it? Like, there's always a joking thing, like, oh, when you get married, like, you know, that's the end of it. <laughs> they say that a wedding ring is the best contraception in the world. <laughs> that's, yeah. uh, but but I, and I suppose that the reason for behind that, of course, is that I suppose as you move forward in your relationship, you know, if you don't keep it exciting, it's, it's not going to continue. But get, do you think a marriage can survive without intimacy? And I don't just yeah. mean intercourse. I mean, you know, intimacy in general. Yeah, no, no. No, there has to like, be intimacy. That would feel horrible for the other person, you know, like yeah. um, to be kind of pushed away all the time, be rejected, and, yeah. And then that can that can cause other problems, like that could cause like depression or anything for the other person, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sadly, sadly, it doesn't work out for everyone. Mind you, if both people agree that they're not interested anymore, well, then it's grand, isn't it? You can sleep in separate rooms and off you go. Um, oh yeah. 
<laughs> that suits everybody. But if it's only one person, which it usually is, that goes off it, well, then it becomes a huge problem in the relationship. All right, thanks yeah. for clearing that up. As anyway, in relation to the, the contraceptive pills, something I didn't know, a lot of women can drop their libido after, pardon me, taking the contraceptive pill. Anna, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Anna? Hi, how are you? Anna, can a relationship survive with no sex and no intimacy? Well, mine can. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, yeah, um, and what, what made you lose interest? Or what do you think made you lose interest? Um, well, I know with me it was after having children. Okay, so um, the hormones kind of went all over the place. Yeah, yeah. But for a long time, I'd postnatal depression as well. And I suffer with depression anyway. So it okay. would have been, been a kind of on and off issue anyway. Right, okay. But um, particularly after having kids, because you've got the extra of your body completely changing as well, so you just don't feel good about yourself. Well, you, well you've got the physical aspect of it after children as well, too, which can be, yeah. which can be painful, too. And I understand yeah. that for women. But I think, I think most men, well, any normal man, would be very understanding and supportive after a woman has had a baby, particularly when he's aware that she may have postnatal depression or she may be suffering from the physical aspects of having a child. But if, if it becomes an ongoing thing... Is, it not a, is there not a responsibility on both people, whoever it is that's gone off the sex or the intimacy, to want to do something about it? Um, well, I suppose long term maybe it won't be. But for me, it, I mean, for us, it went over a year um, after one of the children. And for that entire time, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't giving me a hard time or anything over it. Well, then he's very understanding. Yeah. He is. I'm very, very lucky to have a very understanding husband and um, we spoke about it a lot and he understood. And, and did I mean, you, it, like Joanna, who was on earlier on, did you feel guilty? Um, to, a, to a certain extent I did, but at the same time, um, I, I, if he had pressured me and pressured me, I would have told him to get lost because... Yeah. There's a million other things in our relationship that are much more important than sex. And I, I agree with you. Sex is right down there at the bottom. But yeah. but if there is no sex and one person wants it and the other doesn't, it can become a huge part of the relationship because oh, it becomes yeah, a huge problem. That. No, I agree. I agree. We, I, we actually spoke about... I told him he could go off and he could, he, he could seek sex with somebody else if he wanted. And I know that sounds crazy. But, but did you actually mean that when you said it? I did mean it. Yeah, I absolutely did. So you mean gave it. him there full no permission to go off, have sex, whatever you want, just make sure you come home. Yeah, well, yeah, but we had we had an agreement with this, and that it would be an emo- or it wouldn't be anything emotional. It would literally be just physical sex, and that's it. And so if he if he had said to you, listen, Anna, you know, last night I just couldn't deal with it, so I went and saw the other services of a prostitute. Yeah, no, well, it actually wouldn't bother me. Right. Okay. It wouldn't. No, as long as it wasn't emotional. If he was, if he was texting people and having dates, dinner dates, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I know that 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 would really bother me. Right. So you would be happy that he was satisfying his just his sexual needs. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say I'd be happy about it, but but <laughs> you'd mean, understand. I'd understand. I'd absolutely right. understand. Okay. Yeah. 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 I well, I know you're saying that, but if it actually happened, I don't know how you might deal with it when the time comes. I no, think it might be something different. We, 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 spoke about this at length, you know, mm. even, you know, I mean, some of my friends say we're, you know, we're mad to be even having these conversations, but really it's not. No, it's very, I mean, I think, look, 2020, we're Irish, I know we're a little bit difficult in Ireland to talk about sex, particularly in the middle of the day on the radio, but but in saying that, I think Irish people are opening up a little bit more, and look, sure, it's the most natural thing that we do as human beings, um, yeah. but, but in saying that, I mean, have you tried anything, Anna? Because I'm not, I'm not a doctor, I don't know what's available for women, thankfully I haven't been in this situation, but is there anything available for women 
as there is, say, Viagra for men, is there anything available? Have you tried anything or did you think about like that? Med- Medication-wise, I yeah, haven't. No. Um, I mean, we're, we're, we're okay now at the moment, but... Um, like, is there, libi- is there not like libido boosters for women or something like that? Or? I don't know if there's a libido boost. I found for me it was, you know, exercise and stuff like that, making myself feel better, making myself feel so you, more sexy, okay. making myself feel more confident, you know? So once, you're, so once you're feeling better about yourself, you're okay to expose yourself to others then, yeah. I get you. Yeah, yeah, you just get your libido back, like, mm. you're feeling it again, you know? I remember, the, the, I think it was the CEO of Viagra was asked, was he going to bring out, you know, a female version? And by the way, I believe a lot of females do take Viagra. It's supposed to make the experience better. Um, I don't recommend you do it unless you talk to your doctor, by the way. But in saying that, uh, he was asked that they bring out a female version. He says, uh, we're trying to de- our best to develop it, but it would have to come with a box of chocolates and a bunch of flowers. So <laughs> what he was essentially saying was women are obviously are a lot more complicated when it comes to libido. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think it's just the feeling. Like, I mean, there was times that I'd still, you know, fancy it. But at the same time, like, I'd start thinking, oh, God, no, you're gross. You can't. Do you know, and then that overrides it then. And why, you know? were you, why were you thinking you were gross? Because my body completely changed after having kids. But like everybody's body's different. different. I know, but I think it's something women obsess over, you know. What, you, you want to like be a size zero and look like a model on the telly, is that it? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's magnified in our heads. If we have a, like a big belly after having kids, it's magnified in our heads. People look at you and they don't think it's as bad as you think it but is. But I'm sure your partner told you I love your belly. Oh, he did. Yeah, he, did. he does all the time. Yeah, he did. It's just, it's it's a psychological thing. It's all it's all in your head, you know. Mm. I think there's a lot of men that don't praise their women enough, and vice versa. By the way, women maybe don't praise their men enough too. But I think a lot, and I think it works better, you know, for women because uh, women are very different to men in the way they think, obviously. And I think there's a lot of men out there who don't tell the wife they look beautiful today, or you look gorgeous, or that looks really nice on you, and they just because you're married and you're with them a long time, you tend to forget to say those things. And I think it's yeah, really yeah. important that you continue to do that. Yeah, you know, yeah, no, we agree. I agree with that. All right. Mm, all right. Well, listen. Thanks for sharing that with us. Uh, and thanks, thanks very much. Thanks all right. Okay. Neve, you believe sex is crucial in a marriage? Absolutely. Uh, I myself, I'm a Christian, so I have a biblical viewpoint on all of this. Um, okay. I, I truly believe that it's, it's crucial for marriage. And then, the moment you marry someone, you're you're obliged to consummate that marriage, obviously. But and it's it's for it's, it's like is that still, you know? but why is that still legal that if you don't consummate a marriage, yeah, you don't actually need a divorce? You don't. No, no. You have to actually consummate a marriage. Yeah. But I mean, what's the point of marrying someone if you're not going to? have that intimacy with them, do you know? Well, I would yeah. agree with you. What is the point? I suppose, I, because I believe yeah. it's an important part of a relationship, yeah. As you said earlier, I mean, if you want to marry someone, you're obviously attracted to them in more ways than one. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it obviously is important. But of course, I understand things do come up, you know, menopause, medical problems, whatever they may be. Age, just age, tiredness, depression, stress. Exactly, yeah, they do come, but I think for a period of time, you can go through that, but I don't think it's fair to actually deprive your partner or your husband of that love, but is it? But is it? But would it equally be unfair of your partner to demand that you? Well, not demand, but to expect you to have sex when you didn't want to. Well, yeah, it would. I mean, as I said, I'm a Christian. I, I, I think it is. It's actually wrong. I mean, in fact, the Bible actually calls it sin to deprive one another of sex. Right. Okay. Um, for obviously, of course, as I said there's issues that can come up. But I mean, if you don't, if you're not in the mood, that's not that's not a really good reason to actually deprive your husband or your wife. So, so even if you're not in the mood, you should, as or some women would say, you just lie there and do it for Ireland. Even it's if not you're... even if you lie there and do it. Like, I mean, you have to 
it's part of it. Part you make an effort. Exactly, exactly. You make an effort. Of course, it's not going to be the you either. That's miserable. You can't be like and that. I suppose, I suppose the argument is you may not be in the mood at that particular moment, but if you give it a go and get into it, you might exactly. then get and in the mood. Nine times out of ten, that's going to happen. Do you know? Yeah. It, so. but, it, but, it, but it is, Libido is responsible for that reaction, that immediate reaction. Do I want to do it? Yeah. That's what course. Libido makes you want to do it. That's right. That's there initially, of course. It yeah. is. But I mean, as I said, you can't, you can't deprive one another. I mean, like, by the way, be, by being a Christian, and you sound like you are a Bible-believing Christian, does yeah. that not mean that you only believe sex is for procreation? No, 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 absolutely not. Okay, I mean, so, so you're okay with with using contraception? Course, I mean, the Lord created sex, you know, in my belief. Yeah. And it's not just for... It's not just for no, because there are no, there are some Christians, and I had one of the air last week who told me that yeah. um, you know you can't have sex without procreation, or you know without the the aim of having. But he doesn't believe in contraception. No, that's that's, that's rubbish. I mean, yeah. the Lord didn't give us sex just to make it. I mean, no, it's for, for pleasure as well, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Not just for children, no. And, and so, so do you do you think if if the the sex dwindles or well. In, in the intimacy and I'm, not, we're not just talking about actual intercourse here we're talking about the intimacy of hugging and kissing and snuggling and all that kind of stuff do, do you believe that fades away that the marriage is doomed? Oh it's doomed absolutely I mean what is that left in? Mm-hmm. You know, well, I mean, talking, communication some people might it, say It's not going to survive on that you know no. as I said to you earlier the, the whole point of being married to someone you're attracted to them so what will you say to, a, to women who are at home at the moment, and, and more so women than men? Although there is a small percentage of men lose interest too, right? But men, men, we've a different instinct, I think. It's in our DNA. Uh, but what do you say to those women listening at home at the moment, who are possibly men who say, I just no interest anymore. I haven't had it with her or him in over a year and a half, two years. Uh, look, sure, I'm not interested. I think they'd have to get to the root of it. Why are they not interested? There has to be a reason for that. And they need to acknowledge that, you know. Maybe get talking to their partner, communicate their husband or their wife, whatever it may be, to communicate and just say, "Look, this is how I feel. What are we going to do to fix this? Like this needs to be sorted and resolved." And it's for the benefit of both. You know, it's not just that other person that's being deprived mm-hmm. for their own benefit as well, but to get to the root of it because you can't live like that. It's miserable, absolutely miserable. It you is because it's one of those. It's one of those really enjoyable things that we have as human beings to do. Exactly, is to be you intimate know, with another person, obviously the one we love. Yeah. That's only a natural part of being a human being, you know. And to lose that for lifelong, it's, it's just sad, really. It's not. No, I, I, not I, I, yourself as well as the other person, you know, that's losing out. It's not good. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with 99% of what you just said. But stay there for a second because Eva, you're on Classic Gets. Hey, Eva. Hi, how are you? Um, I, I, the amount of people calling in in relation to this today. <laughs> so it's obviously a big problem, a big national problem that people are not right. having sex oh, anymore. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, what, I what's, me the, what's the key I, to this? I think for me, I, I thoroughly enjoy intercourse. I thoroughly enjoy being with my husband. And after we had our first child, I found it very hard to, to, to be intimate with him, to, to have intercourse with him. I found it very, very hard. We spoke about it a lot. We talked about it. And now we're back. But I think it's a primal, instinctual thing between human beings to be intimate with someone. Of course. I don't think any relationship can survive without it. It's mm. primal. It's, it's, well, because it's, you're sharing yourself with somebody absolutely. else. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, and I think, like, like that lady said, it's, it's from day dot. You find that attraction to them. Like, you nearly jump in the bones from them and you meet them. And, it, and, it, and I think people forget that they need to work on these things. Like, it just, it's not going to last forever. Like, bodies change. Yeah. People change. Yeah. Situations change. We need to work on it. Like, and, and we're together a long time now. And we're married and we still have our, we just have the one child. Like, but we're, we're, you know, we're completely intimate now. You know, I can't wait to get home. I can't wait to see him. You know, I can't wait to go upstairs. But, you know, I can't, yeah. I, I probably enjoy our life. Like, and I think well, it, and it, that's, it, the, it, way it, that's the way it should be. But in yeah. saying that, 
what do you say to women who maybe are going through menopause who for whatever biological reason because I'm not a doctor again as I mentioned I don't understand how hormones work but I, I assume it's a drop in testosterone to women during the, yeah. the menopause yeah. that causes the libido to just disappear what do you say to those women what are I, they supposed to do you definitely need to communicate with your husband because I do agree it's not fair it's not fair and him when if you're not communicating if you're not telling him how you feel mm-hmm. if you're telling him you know it's not but there's nothing there's nothing medically I don't think that anyone could do my own mother went through and I know it was the same for her but I think it's down to it's definitely down to communication, but I don't think you can just sit there and not say anything and just let yourself dwindle away because it's going to affect you as well. And will it, it will it affect your marriage? Without oh, shadow well, it. I mean, I, I, there's nothing worse. And as well, I think it, it's a two sided. Like the men have to be like that. As the top said, like they have to be, you know, at home doing the housework, doing things. Like that. That's what I find it. Oh yeah, I they have to. They have to support the like, wives. Yes. When he's hoovering the floor, like I'm like, my God, that's unreal. Like you know, things like that, simple little things. Like you know, that men just mm. aren't doing. Like you know, mm. that's why it's down to you have to tell him. Like he's not a mind reader. No. But I don't have the menopause. I don't. <laughs> no. I and I, are you far away from? I don't know what age both of you women are, by the way. But um, are either of you getting close to that age where you? Have the men, what you were the men Close was. enough, yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> d- yeah. does it worry you? No, okay. Doesn't worry me anyway. <laughs> okay, all right, okay. Okay, well, listen, ladies, thank you very much indeed. It was lovely talking to you, both you, Neve and Aoife. Thanks very much indeed. Uh, well, so many people, by the way, texting in relation to that, by the way. It's a huge amount of interest. And uh, uh, a lot of guys and girls, by the way, who have lost interest in sex. And obviously, they feel bad about it because they're depriving their partner of what is a wonderful, pleasurable thing in a relationship, which is intimacy. Um, and not just the actual sex itself, you know. Obviously, I'm not going to go into the ins and outs of it. Pardon the pun. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.